Hello, everyone. Welcome to China Money Podcast. I'm your host Nina Xiang. Welcome to this week of China VC Tech News Roundup for the week of August twenty seventh to thirty first. Let's cover this week's news one by one. First, Chinese electronic signature service provider Baisan has secured about forty-five million U.S. dollars in a Series C round led by Tiger Global Management. Founded in two thousand fourteen, Hangzhou-based Baisan offers online contract signing services for internet finance, commercial real estate, online education, e-commerce transactions, and other. Deals. The company charges about two hundred ninety-three dollars for one hundred contracts per year, or about two thousand two hundred U.S. dollars per year for one thousand contracts a year. An average of eleven million deals are signed via the platform each day. The company currently serves over five hundred thousand institutional clients, including Chinese Financial Services Corporation, UnionPay, Bank of Communication, and China Construction Bank, and automaker Geely Auto. In March two thousand eighteen, the company received four, uh, a fifteen million Series B round led by Morningside Venture Capital. With participation from Xiaomi, Baxter Capital, and other existing investors. Next, search engine giant Google and Chinese smartphone maker Xiaomi Inc. are reportedly planning to invest in Indian startup Where Is My Train, an app that provides real-time train status and up-to-minute schedules. The app's data are available while the user's phones can be offline, which means users do not need to be connected to the internet in order to check the trend data. Google wants to acquire the company for thirty、uh, to forty million U.S. dollars as part of their next billion users initiative. Xiaomi is seeking to make an investment as part of the deal as well. Founded in 2016 by former executives of TiVo Corporation, which is an entertainment company in the U.S., the Trend app provides live train status and up-to-date schedules from Indian railways without needing internet or GPS connections. It is also packed with other features such as checking seat availability, fares, and setting destination alarms. Tencent-backed healthcare firm Wei Doctor Group and Hong Kong-listed financial services company Mason Group and Asian investment firm Outworth Management are reportedly teaming up to go to buy Australian fertility treatment firm Genia for an estimated four billion Hong Kong dollars. The 31-year-old Sydney-based Genia provides reproductive technology services, including infertility, IVF, and other assisted conception treatments. The company developed technology including culture media and embryo transfer. Casters is currently applied in more than 600 clinics across 60 countries. Just in May, the three investors had created an IVF clinic called Reproductive Healthcare Group in Hong Kong. Via the merger between Mason Group's subsidiary Reproductive Healthcare and the Women's Clinic, Mason Group brought in the doctor and Out Outworth Management as its strategic investors. 
The trail aims to capitalize Genia's strong presence in Australia, New Zealand, and Thailand to attract Chinese patients prepared to travel overseas for high-quality fertility treatment. They also seek to expand in China's own fast-growing IVF market. In May 2018, Hangzhou-based Wei Doctor secured a 500 million pre-IPO fundraising and aims to to um, secure a listing on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange in late 2018. The company is currently valued at 5.5 billion U.S. dollars. Authorities have started cracking down on ride-hailing drivers who livestream passengers, especially female passengers, without their consent or their acknowledgement during the ride. This came after the murder of Didi's,、um, a female passenger who took Didi's hitch services two weeks ago, further raising security concerns for passengers of these services. It has been alleged that some ride-hailing drivers target female passengers and livestream all these female passengers secretly without without their acknowledgement on various different online video livestreaming platforms, including Panda TV, Douyu, and Huya. In one case, a man who claims to be a driver for ride-hailing startup Dida streamed his conversation with a female passenger. Revealing her information, including her age, profession, and others, Huya issued a notice prohibiting ride-hailing drivers from live-streaming passengers and prohibiting drivers、um, disclose, disclosing or sharing passengers' privacy while they take the rides. Similarly, Panda TV said streaming is only allowed if it does not affect normal driving. But if streamlining activity is affecting normal driving, the platform will shut down the driver's account immediately. It also says streaming passengers without their consent is strictly prohibited. Chinese online P2P lender X Financial has filed for an initial public offering in the U.S., seeking to raise 250 million U.S. dollars. X Financial was founded in 2014 by Tang Yue, a serial entrepreneur who co-founded online travel service services company Elon Inc. and Chinese private equity fund Blue Ridge China. X Financial provides personal financial services based on mobile internet and big data in China. Its products include a P2P lending platform, credit card loans, and wealth management products. The company generates revenue primarily from the fees it charges for services of matching investors with borrowers. In 2017, it took a total net revenue of 270 million U.S. dollars, representing a 676 percent growth compared to about 230 million RMB in 2016. Hong Kong conglomerate. Chota Fu Enterprises is one of X Financial's major shareholders, with a 10.7% stake in the company. Chinese home renovation online platform Two Ba Two is aiming to hit Hong Kong market with an IPO offering 
of around 200 million U.S. dollars. Founded in 2008, Tubatu is a B2C e-commerce platform that aims to bridge the information gap to match trades and streamline the marketing and client acquisition process among interior designers and construction companies. The company mainly serves. Millions of new homes being purchased and renovated each year in China. The Shenzhen-based company is backed by Matrix Partners, who owns a 22.42% share, and Sequoia Capital China, who owns 16.23% share. Tubatu CEO and founder Wang Guobing holds a majority share of 50.46%. The company joins a number of Chinese firms that are seeking to raise money in Hong Kong. The company witnessed a total net loss of 352 million U.S. dollars from 2015 to 2017. For the first half of 2018, it incurred a 40% plunge in revenue and posted a net loss of about 93 million U.S. dollars. Despite the declining revenue, the company provides services to approximately 84,500 home renovation、uh, innovation contractors, raising from 17,71,900 in 2015. And interior designers registered also increased to over 1 million as of June 30, 2018. In addition, the number of platform users grew to 26.3 million in the first half of 2018. The company's rival, China's online construction and interior design company Gika Home, went public in Hong Kong in July, raising about 278 million U.S. dollars. Chiming Ventures and Hill House Capital have led a 55 million Series C round. Injeco Biopharmaceuticals, a Beijing-based clinical stage biotech company, co-founded in 2015 by Wang Xinxiang, who also founded Shenzhen-listed innovative pharmaceutical company Beta Pharmaceutical, Injeco Biopharmaceutical focuses on the research and development in fields of cancer, autoimmune, and infectious diseases. The company's most advanced program, JAB 3. 068 has entered phase one clinical trial in U.S. and IND after approval in China. The program aims to target both immunotherapy and target therapy. In addition, Jaco Bio also founded a 300,000 venture capital. Beijing Yitan Jaco Bio Venture Investment Center to help startup biotech companies. Beijing-based autonomous driving startup Ehang.ai today announced that it has raised raised around 32 million US dollars in the Series B round led by CICC Jiacheng Investment, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of CICC. Ehang.ai was founded in 2015 by Chen Yuxin, a graduate of Berkeley. Its production model will be launched in June 2019. Viomi Technology, a supplier of internet-connected home appliances backed by Chinese smartphone giant Xiaomi Inc., is planning to raise up to 150 million U.S. dollars through an initial public offering in the U.S. 
Wyoming will become the second Xiaomi ecosystem company to go public following Huami Corporation, the maker of Xiaomi's Mi smart wristband, who IPO'd in February. Established in 2014, Foshan, Guangdong province-based Voimi Technology develops an IoT home platform consisting of an ecosystem of IoT products including dishwashers, air and water purifiers. For example, its refrigerator recognizes voice commands such as setting temperature, picking up phone calls, playing music, and recommending recipes. Volumi generates its revenues mainly from the sales of its IoT products. The company's net revenues were 132 million in 2017, representing an increase of 179% from a year ago. Its net income increased 474% to about 14 million US dollars in 2017. Voimi's major shareholders include Xiaomi, Shunwei Capital, which is backed by Xiaomi's founder Lei Jun, and Sequoia Capital China. Intel Capital has led an undisclosed Series B round in Chinese AI startup Ice Tech Science and Technology, founded in 2012. Ice Tech focuses on the development of AI algorithms and chips. The development and delivery of intelligent products and solutions, and the integration of intelligent cloud services. It provides customers with a portfolio of products and solutions, including intelligent video engine, intelligent parking, intelligent traffic, intelligent community, and intelligent retail stores. In 2015, the company has raised an undisclosed Series A round led by Dongcheng Fund. Hai Di Lao International Holdings, China's biggest hot pot restaurant chain, is aiming to raise between 700 million U.S. dollars to 1 billion U.S. dollars in a, in an IPO in Hong Kong. This would value the firm between 9 billion to 12 billion U.S. dollars if the IPO turns out to be this size. The report、uh, also said that potential cornerstone investors include China Investment Corporation, BlackRock. Fidelity Investment, Hill House Capital, and China Life Insurance Company. Hai Di Lao filed for an IPO in May. It is expected that the cornerstone investors will be confirmed on September 11th, and the IPO price will be set on the 20th. The company will go public on the 27th of September. Founded in 1994, Hai Di Lao has expanded to about 320 restaurants in mainland China, Hong Kong, Taiwan, Singapore, Tokyo, Seoul, and Los Angeles. The company added 50 restaurants this year, and it plans to open 180 to 220 new shops next year. Hai Di Lao's revenue increased at a CAGR of about 36 percent. Uh, from 2015 to 2017, its profit increased at the CAGR of about 70.5 percent during 2015 to 2017. Foxconn Technology has teamed up with Advocate Aurora Health, Johnson Controls, and Northwestern Mutual to create a 100 million early-stage venture capital fund. Targeting transformative and interdisciplinary innovations in healthcare, technology, manufacturing, and financial services, the fund named 
Viscount Valley Venture Fund will engage with its portfolio companies to create innovation and strategic business development. It will invest in U.S. and global startups in a range of industries. China has invested 1 billion RMB, or about 150 million U.S. dollars, to build a superconducting computer, a machine capable of developing new weapons, breaking code, and analyzing intelligence. As computer chips become more powerful due to their greater transistor counts, they also need more power to function. A report by Semiconductor Industry Association predicted that by 2040, computer chips will need more electricity than than the world can generate. Superconducting computer is a way to reduce power consumption. A superconductor is a material that can conduct electricity with no resistance. Because superconductors have zero electrical resistance, little energy is required to move bits within the processor. This is expected to result in power consumption savings of a factor of 500 for conventional computer. Chinese scientists have developed new integrated circuits with superconducting material in the labs and tested an industrial process which is able to produce superconducting chips at mass scale at relatively low costs. It also said that China has nearly finished designing the architecture for the computer systems and aims to have a prototype of the machine as early as 2022. Besides reducing energy for data centers, the superconducting computer could help the Chinese military to accelerate research and development for new thermonuclear weapons, steel jets, and next-generation submarines with high-speed control processing units. The report said such CPUs can run at the frequency of 770 gigahertz or higher compared to compared with only 5 gigahertz currently. Back in December 2014, the Intelligence Advanced Research Project activity, an organization responsible for leading research to overcome difficult challenges relevant to the U.S. intelligence community, has launched a multi-year research project to develop a superconducting computer as well. All right, that is all for this past week's China VC Tech News Roundup with all the major news headlines. I hope you find this uh, useful. If you do, please give us a rating or write us a review on iTunes or any other place you get your podcast. And last, if you could share the words with your friends and let them know that this is a podcast where they can get up to date with China's VC and tech sector, Please do let more of your friends know and so that they can subscribe to our podcast as well. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week.